Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Tangentialist podcast with Macy Gage. And let's just dive right in. So today, the episode is called Sharpening My Karma. And this is kind of kind of uh, an extension of one of the last episodes. And let's just uh, bring that up right here. Okay, so, so yeah, where was I going? Um, yeah, <laughs> let's get back to it. Um, yeah, last episode, I was feeling a bit, a bit out of sorts. And, you know, it was, it was the change in the weather, the change in my, my moods, the change in my schedule, and just how, how I was so overwhelmed with, well, it wasn't overwhelmed, I was really enjoying exercising all the time. But it's like, it had to come to a crashing halt, because I also stopped my medication at the same time. And that's, an, well, I thought it was a good idea. Not a good idea. <laughs> Wasn't the time for me. And maybe, maybe I could do it again at a later date, uh, more at the beginning of the summer. And then it would just be easier to adjust. But, but yeah, I've, I'm back with my medication and, and things are leveling out kind of. So it's going to be good. It's going to be good. But, but this episode, sharpen my karma by redirecting my energies. And I think this is, this is something really key for a lot of us. A, lo- a lot of people need to do this. It's, it's very important. So yeah, uh, uh, if you, if you've listened to the last episode, this one is, yeah, like I said, sort of a continuation of, of the last one. Well, the one before, cause I, like I said, I had that little bump in the road, but, uh, yeah. Number 30 is the one and that I'm relating it to, and it's titled Squinting My Creativity as I Do an About Face. And I was attempting to view my creativity in a, in a more positive light. While during the podcast, I sort of came to a realization that I could just reframe how I was interpreting my, my shrinking sort of participation in, in creativity. And and what I meant by this was, you know, how I'm I'm doing the podcast now and I'm not really drawing and painting as much as I used to. I was using the excuse, oh, the walls are closing in on me kind of thing, but no, I just needed to to reframe it, rethink it, re re identify how I how I was going to use my my creative output and, and, and channel it into something else, which is what this podcast is, but how I was actually going to to find a way to just get these uh, creative pieces into a new a new home kind of thing. Like they needed to just be. I just need to learn how to sell them, really. <laughs> and that you know that's part of being an artist. It's it's not how how I imagined it when I was younger. That oh somebody else is going to help me with this and just you know the the galleries and the and the the agents and stuff. No, I have, that's something I have to, to take on. And so anyway, trying to get back to what I was, <laughs> what I was, what I was connecting all this with, that I could find a home for, for these, these mounting surplus of artworks that, that sort of just, as I thought, were, were closing in on me, which is not really the case. I just, I just need to reframe it, right? So, so back to the present episode, uh, where I want to discuss sharpening my karma. And, and when you define this word, in the dictionary, it actually means, quote, the good or bad emanations felt to be generated by someone or something. So let's get out of the quote. Let's get out of here. 
this place has has bad karma that that kind of quote that kind of saying kind of thing where where a place has sort of bad karma so how do we generate karma then the good or the bad emanation how do we obtain it are we born with it can we acquire it can we make it can we explore sort of this idea in this episode and so that's what i wanted to 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 just get into is it only through religion that karma can be reached or are there other ways surviving what would have usually usually been a fatal crash i have had people tell me sort of in in their uh, in their own way that it is only because of god that i am here and while that may be true for some this by the way is uh in no way do I mean to sort of belittle or undermine or or think of religion in any sort of derogatory even stance. I mean, for uh, many people, it is it is a great tool for, well, it doesn't sound quite right either, but it's just religion is a great way to just, for, for many people, to find a sense of purpose, find a sense of family, find closure to a sense of belonging, a way to understand things better, a sense of community. Did I say that? Anyway, it's just, it is a great way to uh, be involved. But I believe that there are other ways of seeing things. And, and there is there is the, the strength of character, the will, the coincidence, and my little army of caregivers over the, the years and, and after this accident that, you know, like the, the caregivers, like doctors and nurses and therapists and caseworkers and adjusters and lawyers and social workers, and I think that's everybody. <laughs> oh, and counselors and, and psychologists. And, and well, they all helped me get to the recovered place I am now. It is important to remember every part of what helps us get to where we are going. Sometimes it keeps me grateful. I, I, I would like to think more often than not, it keeps me grateful. But, you know, there are times where I'm, I don't, I'm not thinking of it all the time. But uh, it is important to remember every part because it keeps me grateful. It keeps me remembering that I am, that I am richer in so many ways because I have had the support of this little army of people along the way. I, I needed every single one of them because they helped me in all the ways that I didn't know I needed, especially learning to walk and talk and those little things we do automatically. We forget we even do them because we have done them for so long. Some days are better than others. I, I forget how much I rely on the sunshine for how I feel during the day. It is something I don't think many people think about. It's just part of the background of, of most people's lives. For me, it is crucial. Every autumn and winter, I arrive at the same sort of place. I begin to contemplate everything <laughs> with a sort of negative slant. And I don't like putting that out there, but I mean, this is how it is, right? I mean, it's how to spin it into a more positive way. There was there was a, a little 
uh, part of me that the thought that, you know what, maybe I need to have that special light. There's the other side where it could push me the other way. And anyway, that's that's a whole other thing, right? I mean, let's stay focused. <laughs> let's look at what is what are the positive things that get us to keep us connected to getting things done, interacting with with the community, having sort of a routine and exercising and having sort of a, a sort of social connection with people that is sort of the, the lifeblood of just staying very level. And I need to, yeah, <laughs> need to put that out there because being social nowadays is just a little bit different than it used to be. We used to actually go hang out with people and, and go have, you know, drinks and coffees and things. But now it's more social online-ness, I guess, where we're just, we're typing to people or we're texting each other. And it's just not this, I don't find it quite the same, but I'm finding that this this blogging and podcasting is another way of just reframing it and and obtaining a similar a similar feeling. Where was I? Every autumn, yeah, and winter is just just a little bit different, right? And I gotta just, yeah, I gotta remember the good things, the positiveness, the the routine. Just keep at it because you know what? Spring will come. Every year it comes and just, yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing to have this 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 other season where we just have time to reflect a little bit more. We have time to to stay inside and and stay warm with our family and and you know share uh just yeah in in the the benefits of the of the family <laughs> and I'm not finding the words right now but just just the the connection that we have with our family members and how it is an important sort of touchstone to just keep each other level keep each other uh you know just moving and and thinking and sharing and and just f- focusing on on getting things done and being and being just productive in whatever way we see fit because not all of us i don't know i don't think anyway are just you know motivated in the same way or just have the same goals uh, as everybody else like we all have different ways of communicating and different ways of of uh, just having our sort of uh our what am i trying to say here <laughs> our just routines and and our our where was i going and how our mentality just in real time and and for thinking it's just it becomes it just becomes doing in some ways, right? I mean, I rely on a few things to help me get over this sort of bump in the road. And and first, I make sure I exercise regularly. And this can be anything. It can be walking, can be, it can be yoga, it can be Pilates, it can be riding a bicycle, it can be it can be stretching because stretching does burn calories. I mean, it's a lot slower, but you know what? That's all right. If that's what you feel like you can is best for you, then just do that, right? And you don't even have to go outside. You can just, there's so many YouTube videos out there right now. So for all different kinds of things that you want to exercise with. Um, so yeah, 
they can they can be short videos like these YouTube ones. We're riding a stationary bike or jogging on the spot. That's that's one thing I've been doing a lot of. I, I think it's actually really good. <laughs> you burn just as many calories. You don't have to actually run far, especially in this. And you know, as the weather gets cooler, it's just it's just more difficult to exercise outside. So lately. I've started regularly going to the local rec center because there are treadmills and what is it? The ellipticals and, and the pool and the sauna. And it's just, it's, it's a great way to interact with others. It's also because there's also like people also have sort of a regular routine of going there as well. And then you just get to interact uh, and maybe make some new friends. And, you know, we're social creatures. We need to connect with others. And, and yeah, it's just, it's very, very important that we do these things. Just, just have some, have the endorphins, but not just the exercise you have, I find anyway, I think it's very important to, to have that, that social connection. Those are all great reasons to get into your imagination nation. Those are all great reasons to get into your imagination nation. <laughs> that one always makes me laugh. This is where we can make wonderful things happen for ourselves, for others. And it is easy. It's as easy as getting a pencil or marker out and exploring what we can make, whether that is realistic images Fun cartoons, abstract, or even functional ideas can come alive as well. For this episode, I wanted to share an insight I learned recently. I was walking my neighbor's dog, and every time I walk her around this one section of houses, there's a, a negative lady who just, when we go over there, she's, she gives me the stink eye, right, every time. So, so just this one time, I started going a different way this new asphalt through the parking lot and there's a wide open road curving around towards the trees and the park and this and this just made everything so much better because like like my neighbor's dog she had more um more area to to just run around like because there was no cars and everything and it was less less congested and then she just was able to go up around the trees and in the park and it just she didn't seem to mind so so this idea uh, can metaphorically be used when you think about your own life and how there is something that is nagging at you that just doesn't quite feel right. This is where instead of taking a different route, although it could be the very same, maybe you just need a new way to work. Because you see construction or too much traffic, look up a new, less congested route, and that just may may open things up for you. When it is something else, though, look at it differently. It is a, if it is a sort of a document, look at it upside down for a moment. Maybe that's all you need is a different perspective to see it more clearly. Or is it a social situation where everything, where it's a social situation and then you have to write everything down and sort of rearrange it because when you think about it, everything is really kind of a puzzle that we just need to figure out how all the pieces fit together, uh, fit together best. Because when you can change how you think, you change your world. You know what? That's exactly true. That's that's all it is. You just you you change how you think, and it can take some time and practice. But if you do that, it just, with practice, it just, it just changes everything. 
Thank you, Glorious Humanoids, for tuning in, and I'll see you next time. And this is what I will go into great deal with in the next episode as I take you down another rabbit hole of my heady days of my rebellious youth, tripped up by disorder. Folding up these anecdotes, I express them to you and I give them for you to enjoy and consider as I reflect and remodel and re-engage what the future has for me on these social platforms. See you next time on The Tangentialist. <laughs>